Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, welcome back. Um, you know, we always talk about this technology and that when it goes smoothly, it's so wonderful, but it doesn't always. And so we, uh, we just accept that sometimes things change and we can't control them. Lee, or I believe you could hear us, but we couldn't hear you. Are you there? Exactly. I'm here, Nikki. You have arrived, Leo. You have arrived. I have arrived. I'm sorry for the delay. <laughs> no, it's just not your fault at all. Thank you so much for for joining us, Leo. I mean, what a what a fascinating story. Because of course, you know, you go back. I mean, you talk about suffering from headaches all your life. Perhaps you can just speak to that headaches. Having to take um, tablets to to alleviate any pain, and then what that eventually led to. Mm. So basically, um, I kind of the, the the last memory I have is being about twelve years old and um, just suffering with headaches and neck ache and back ache and just constantly, you know, either going for physio or you know getting kind of medicated for the pain. But uh, nothing really was, was was helping. It was just a quick fix, mm-hmm. and um, just a temporary kind of you know putting a band aid on a on an open uh, open wound. Did anyone ever think about maybe it was migraines? I mean, were they just you know what? I mean, what did the doctors ultimately say? Just take something for the pain. Well, the thing is, I actually learned to kind of manage it myself because I would obviously go to doctors. Um, a doctor meaning a GP and or, or a physio and um, yeah just kind of you know medicate and, and, and I kind of thought this was life you know life was just uh, you know everyone has a headache yeah and I think that's such an important point Lior because um, we, we can get used to living with pain or we can get Absolutely. used to living with something that's you know off but we don't healing into our bodies and early detection and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, you know, pain does signal something. Um, Absolutely. And what I've learned is that the body, yeah, the body actually like learns to deal with the pain as it kind of goes on and on. Hello, are you there? Yeah, we're here, Leo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the the body learns to to kind of deal with the pain and and the more kind of painkillers you take, the more it causes pain and, and then you have the need to kind of take more. Um, so it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Um, yeah, until it just became unmanageable. Yeah, that is a vicious cycle. And you, you were on all of this, uh, pain medication until eventually you became dependent on it and you had to go into recovery. Exactly. So I actually checked myself into rehab when I was 28 years old. Um, and at that point, it was just like a normal day to kind of take between, I don't know, 10 and 15 painkillers. Um, because, you know, as the more I took, the more my body was kind of saying, okay, well, now you've got an extra headache. Because what I've learned in the process is that the headache tablets and, and pain medication actually cause headaches in order for you to take more. Really? Mm. So codeine, codeine, for example, Actually, the more you take it, the um, it, it actually gives you a headache. So if you're taking like let's say five to six a day, it's going to cause a rebound headache, which is yeah, it's it's unbearable. Wow. 
Wow. So you, at the age of 28, checking yourself into yeah. rehab and having to take, did you have to take yourself off all of these painkillers well, and still be got, left with this pain? And so what happened is I, I came into rehab and obviously the doctor kind of monitored it all. But it, I mean, when I arrived there, he literally said he's not sure how I'm kind of, you know, functioning because yeah. I was taking so many different tablets just to kind of, you know, just deal with the pain. And at night, it was terrible because my head would be the busiest. And when I say busy, I mean like painful, uh, like throbbing. But I thought this was normal, you know. Um, and, and I got clean for a year. So after I was in rehab, did a 30-day program, came out, and I was clean, you know, because I had pain, but I was taking Panado. And um, when I was one year clean, that was when the, the tumor was at its maximum because now there was no medication masking it. There was no, you know, no kind of anything getting in the way. It was, you know, and um, it was one night where I, I actually said to my dad, um, I, I couldn't move my neck. I couldn't move my neck. It was stiff. The throbbing was just unbearable. Um, and at that point, I'd been going blind. But I didn't realize it. It just felt like I had glad wrap over my eyes. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we checked myself into hospital. And at that point, they actually thought I had meningitis. Sure. They thought I had meningitis because all the symptoms were there. And so, sure, Leo, I, I feel for you, honestly, to be in that kind of pain. And mm-hmm. for so then they did all the tests, and that's when they finally found this tumor. <clears throat> Exactly. And, and once they finally found the tumor, I mean, obviously I was, I was shocked, but I had this, the most relief because I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going crazy. Yeah. Um, because those kind of like three months before, I couldn't kind of establish between reality and fantasy. It was kind of like I was, had one foot in this world and one foot in another world. And mm. um, so it was a little bit of a scary time and I thought I was going mad. I actually yeah. thought I was going mad. Yeah. Um, so, so diagnosis yeah. at least gave you a direction. It gave you, it oh, gave this is me what's a complete direction. It yeah. gave me, you know, peace of mind to know, okay, well, I'm not going crazy. The mm. pain is completely, uh, it's, it's, it's self-explained. Mm. Um, so now you've got something relief. you can work with. Surely. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what was the step? And, and actually, before I, I ask what that step was, maybe you can just talk to these, you know, and, and we'll do after the ad break, these, um, the incessant headaches, the pain, the neck pain, was that linked to the tumor? In other words, do doctors think, I mean, would they know if the tumor had been there that long that that's what it could have caused um, all of that pain? You can answer yes. that after the break, Lou, or um, um, we can, we'll be with you in a moment. Thank you. No problem. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. Such an extraordinary story we're hearing. Leo Levy's on the show. Um, he is a brain tumor survivor. Um, Leo sharing the story of how from the age of, he was saying from 12 till about 28 when he checked himself into rehab for his dependency on painkillers. He had suffered um, with ongoing headaches, pains in his neck, and eventually, um, a year after rehab, after going through excruciating pain, um, he was uh, uh, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Uh, Leo, just before the break, I, I asked you first of all if that had if if doctors could point to the tumor um, for being the cause of those 
terrible headaches and neck pains that you've been experiencing throughout your life. Yeah, yeah. So basically when I met with the neurosurgeon, um, he said he's not quite sure how I'm even functioning because um, the the tumor was about seven centimeters by about five and a half centimeters. Wow. So it was almost like the the size of a, a small orange. Um, so yeah, it was, it was literally taking up quite a bit of space in my head. And, uh, obviously those, the pressure was, the tumor was almost about to burst. Um, and I got there just in time. So, um, what was the prognosis and how did you move forward with this? So suddenly, you know, I, I was, I was faced with a neurosurgeon, an ophthalmologist, um, a general surgeon, an oncologist, because when, when they diagnose a brain, anything in the brain, that they can kind of tell you what it is, but until it's removed and it's tested, they're not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously at that point, I was told by the oncologist that um, it, they're treating me as a cancer patient until the, the, the tumor is removed and uh, they, they can diagnose it. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was that. And so they, they, so they, they removed it. I mean, this was a big tumor. You're saying it's a little bit yeah. smaller than, than an orange. So it must have been a pretty so delicate op. Exactly. So from the date of diagnosis, the, the surgeon, I met him with my parents and I basically, I knew that moment that this was the man that was going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Please God, nobody has to go through it. Or if they do, they understand that when you meet a surgeon, you, you just know that this is the man for you. I knew within 10 minutes of meeting him that he was just going to do what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And so he asked when he can operate. And I said, well, the soon I want to go in as soon as you can, which was a, a six day wait. Um, and those six days were, um, were, were very, uh, interesting because suddenly, um, um, my life's just kind of, you know, I, I'm literally leaving it up to a power better, greater than me. Because I have zero control, zero control, um, and then yeah, I—I uh, I mean, obviously, I was—I was, I was uh, in in theatre, and my parents, I think, aged, and, and my siblings aged, probably ten years in the, those six hours that I was in surgery, um, and yeah, so thank God the first surgery went really well. Um, they left a little bit of a tumor because it was in quite a delicate place, but um, I mean, if I had to tell you the relief that I felt regardless of the hundred stitches in my head and the staples and the catheter and whatever, the, the, the relief that I had that there was no more pressure in my head was in, I, I can't even describe it. It was just, wow. it felt clear. It felt clear. Wow. Wow. Physically. And you didn't, you didn't feel like you had, as you said, this world and another world, you were here, no, pain gone. Normal. You, you, you felt like I a normal, normal person. You I had forgotten normal. what that had felt like. Oh, exactly. oh. no, it was sensational. And, um, yeah, the kind of the, the next few weeks were, were, were challenging. I was in ICU for five days. Um, and then I had to have another op because I had major swelling because they had removed a piece of my skull, which was obviously, you know, the, the tumor had grown, grown kind of with the skull. So they had to remove a piece of my skull and, uh, I had major pressure. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a relief that it was out. Um, and then kind of the, the next two years after that, it was, uh, you know, it was, I knew I had a piece of tumor in my head. I don't call it my tumor because it's not mine. It's mm-hmm. the tumor. Mm-hmm. It was in my head and it's still in my head and it's okay. Yeah. 
because yeah. it's completely managed. Yeah. So yeah. How how are you managing it, Leon? No, no, now I'm hundred percent. So in twenty twenty one, in February, uh, mm. there's a there's a, a radiation treatment called gamma knife. Because what we had learned is that the tumor started growing. Yeah. Um, so I had gamma knife. There's literally only one machine in South Africa. So I was very fortunate enough to have it at, uh, at, um, Mill Park Hospital under an oncologist radiologist and my normal surgeon, neurosurgeon. And basically they literally drill into your head a metal plate. They, they, they you do an MRI before. And they can literally, it's high, high voltage, um, what do you call it? Um, yeah, high voltage rays that just zap it at once. Wow. And uh, thank God that was successful. So the are, you awake? are you awake when they do that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. You have to be awake and still. And how, how, how do you cope? I mean, how did you cope with that, with this rod in your head and zapping it and, I mean, so, I mean once, how have you, the, this whole been, process, right? Having part of your skull removed and, I mean, this is, yeah, this is, the these are the big things. Leaky, yeah, they're big things, but, you know, in the bigger picture, I've literally had about 20 MRIs. So MRIs are almost like a little bit of a walk in the park now. Yeah. They're a walk in the park and, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they're not, they're not, they're not what they used to be. Um, the, the gamma knife was intense because they literally had to, um, they had to drill into my head. That was obviously very sore, but, um, yeah, it was, it was fine. I think my attitude uh, plays a big role in it because, you know, at the end of the day, I have gone through a lot, but I'm also extremely grateful because like my neurosurgeon always says, I am his miracle patient or one of his miracle patients. Really? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and mm. so and so it was successful. The gamma knife was Thank successful, God. and Thank here God. you are. Um, as you said, there is this bit of this tumor there, but you're fine. And and the pain gone? No, I have no pain. I have no pain. Um, I, I get a migraine every now and again, but it's just uh, I'm stressed with running a new business. Yeah, <laughs> and and a few clients here and there. But uh, overall, I'm really, I'm, I'm good, I'm healthy, I'm well. Um, I really have a lot. As I always say, I'm too, too blessed to be stressed. Wow. Leo, you've got the most incredible attitude. I mean, I think that is so evident for all of us to hear. Um, and, you know, I mean, to go through extreme pain and then the, you know, the, the reason for the pain, going to the tumor, then the op, then the everything it's it's pretty extraordinary, but what I what I'm hearing is um, this incredible support that you've had from a group of doctors um, that have looked after you, the surgeon that you mentioned, and family. Um, and I'm sure that that's you know that's that's taken you a very long way. Have you had an association at all with the DL Link? I have, I have. Michelle and her team are just yeah, unbelievable, and they they reached out as soon as they found out. Uh, there were meals and, and, and things offered. They, they were really unbelievable. And subsequently, Michelle and her team, um, I do get involved with fundraising when, uh, in the last kind of five or six years on, on for their charities. And I mean, I'm a huge supporter. Michelle is just one of a kind lady. You, you don't get another Michelle. No, you, you absolutely she's just, don't. She's sensational. She's yeah. one of my favorite people. 
and yeah. uh, what, what what she does for our community and and for the warriors is just unbelievable, mm. unbelievable. Sure. For so sure. yeah, so that is the association I have. So I do. I'm I'm a friend of the Deal Link. They know that they can always call me if ever they need me. Um, Michelle always laughs because I, I was in the communal space for five years, um, and she always said, "Please come work for me. Please come work for me." Um, because yeah, I, I was in fundraising for five and a half years, but uh, didn't work out. Okay, well, I mean, you know, amazing how life works, and we weave our way in the connections, and then we move apart and together. It's a Absolutely. it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful Absolutely. thing. So, just before I do say um, goodbye, because it's it's such a story. Um, you talk about being incredibly grateful. Um, I mean, to go from that extreme pain to not having pain, I mean, that must, I can almost feel it myself, the relief. But what mm. would you say, what would you say if you, if you had to look at the Lior who checked himself in, you know, in, when you were 28 into rehab, mm. um, and, and the Lior now, um, mm. like how, how does life look post? So I'll summarize it. I'll summarize it. Uh, firstly, I've learned that my body knows exactly what it's talking about. Every single moment, <laughs> nothing happens by chance. I love you know, it. Please if, say if, that if, again. If, That's just so profound. Yeah, your so body true. knows what it's talking about every single time. Don't ignore things. Don't so listen. put them aside. Don't think they're not serious because you might catch it in time. You know, or it might be nothing. Yeah. But if you don't investigate, then uh, then, then then you know then you don't you don't know. So I've learned that, and I've also just learned that there's a lot of people um, that aren't as fortunate as me and that, that kind of have the same diagnosis, but they don't have the same outcome. So I'm extremely grateful. Um, I started my own business uh, six months ago, which is Leader Pre-Owned. And, uh, yeah, I, I, when people hear my story, because obviously I've got a little a little war wound on my head, yeah. Um, and that, that is my survival, that is my survival stamp. Mm. That is my stamp of survival. And, mm. and, and I, I survive and thrive and, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't look at the negatives because the positives way outweigh the negatives. Beautiful. Lior, thank you. Cool. Thank you for, thank you. thanks for joining us. Thank you for thank sharing you. your story and really leading us. Yeah, and for such an inspiring message. We really appreciate it. Go well and uh, appreciate it. Thank beautiful you. health and vitality and, and all the success with your business. Amen. And to you and everyone going through hard times. Thank you. Thanks, Leo. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wow, wow. You know, for me, what really stands out is what Leo said, um, that he's so inspiring, that he is so grateful, that the good far outweighs the bad. He's not saying there's only good, you know, good and bad. It's there. It's where you focus. But for me, what's extraordinary is my body knows what it's doing. You know, this body, the, the our bodies, we just, we unfortunately disconnect. But if, when we listen to the body, when we listen and we feel into our body, there's this magnificent intelligence that we connect with. Yeah, to have pain for so many years. And thank God, finally finding out what it is and going through this Sure, incredibly challenging journey, but what what a story and and what an outcome! Absolute pleasure having Lior on the show.